What is going on, good people? This is Ahmed Shima coming to you with another episode of the Forgettables podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about our podcasting journey. We are documenting our podcasting journey, questions that come up, the discussions we have. We're putting it all out there. This episode is your favorite type of episode. This is a solo episode with me, Ahmed Shima. Uh, and I'm, I say that as a joke. I know you guys probably don't like hearing me talk over and over and over again. You probably like to hear some diversity uh, in the speakers. Um, I, we made a joke in our offline chat that you know we could really call this podcast the Ahmed Shima Rant Show or something like that, just because most of it is me just ranting over and over and over again. So if you're here and it's your first time, I appreciate you being here. I hope this, this podcast provides some value to you uh, in your podcasting or content creation journey. Today, what I want to discuss with you all is the importance of writing. Uh, I work for Amazon and uh, like, let me make a disclaimer here that my thoughts and opinions and everything I say on this podcast is not affiliated in any way whatsoever with Amazon. This is not in a professional, professional capacity. I do this podcast for fun. Um, that being said, I want to make that disclaimer. I want to make it very clear. I'm not speaking on behalf of Amazon. Uh, one thing that's really cool about Amazon is the writing culture there. There's a famous story where um, our CEO, Jeff Bezos, was in a presentation one day and the present, he had some questions and he was asking the questions and uh, the people that were presenting kept referencing like their PowerPoint notes. You know, like in PowerPoint, you have a presentation and there's also like notes you can have. And so what happens is he keeps asking these questions and then he realizes like, hey, it's probably better if you just give me those notes. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not, you know, like, are you making fun of us? Like, no, no, no. seriously. Like, if you just give me those notes and I can read those, I can make a better informed decision. And from that point, what happened is that the company changed and they, they made a, a rule that you're not allowed to have PowerPoints in meetings. And there's nothing wrong with PowerPoints, but the problem is that you rely on the presenter's ability to present effectively, to communicate the idea across. Uh, and some people, they may have brilliant ideas and they may be able to you know, solve the company's problems, but they may not be effective presenters. They may not be good at presenting. They may not have a bunch of podcasts as a side hobby. It may not be something that they're uh, naturally gifted at. And so if they present and their presentation is off, people will automatically discount the idea because the presentation is off. So what we do is literally, we have a very strong culture of writing. And so one pagers, six pagers, we have different planning documents for uh, different cycles of business cycles and stuff like that. And so what you do in addition to writing is that you don't assume that anyone has time to read. So yeah, you write your one page, you write your six page, you send it out before the meeting, but you understand that people are busy and they're not just gonna find time out of nowhere to read your paper. So the, if the meeting is an hour long, the first half hour in that meeting, everyone will literally just not say a word and read your paper. They'll take notes, they'll write like their questions and stuff like that on the paper. And then after the half hour is done and everyone has enough time to read, 
they actually discuss the paper and kind of go back and forth. And then at the end of the decision, at the end of the meeting, you're able to make a decision. And so the first time I sat in one of these meetings, it was so weird. Like no one's talking, everyone's just reading. It's just like, dude, like, like, is this supposed to, like, it's so quiet. You know what I mean? It was weird. But what I found is that you have much more enriching discussions after because people understand the problem and they bring their own unique perspectives to the problem. And so the person that's writing it, they have their own perspective, they make the recommendations, but then all the people in the meeting that read it, they bring a different perspective and they're able to really discuss the pros and cons and then come to a really informed decision because everyone had access to the same information. It wasn't relying on one person presenting well. And the other thing is that, so that's one thing, right? It, you take out the element of presenting well. The other thing is that you're able to scale projects very quickly. So now if I am like, if you're, I'm a global business, I don't need to be in the same room to have access to the same information. I don't need you to present to me to understand what the project is, what the details are and stuff like that. And so I say all this to say, it's really important to develop the skill of writing. It's so important. Writing helps you think clearly, right? If you can articulate what you're thinking in written form, it really forces you to think the problem through because once you write it down, you realize like, oh man, I didn't really think this through. I didn't think about this, I didn't think about that. And then not only that, you also have to think of how to structure your argument to convince people, right? It's not just that like, am I explaining the problem properly? It's like, how do I make recommendations that people will want to uh, support? And so that takes a level of business strategy understanding and just understanding who's reading the document. And, and it really sharpens a lot of different skills, mainly, mainly that enhance your thinking, right? And so as leaders, our role is to make the best decisions possible, right? Like you get paid to make decisions. And so if you wanna make the best decisions possible, you have to have access to the right information. And so uh, having a culture of writing allows everyone access to the same information. Uh, and for the person that's writing, it really sharpens their skill of actually thinking through the problem, right? I think a lot of companies, a lot of uh, individuals and uh, just like organizations in general, they don't really think through the problems. Like if you really look at it, like are they really diving deep and finding out what the real problem is or are they just kind of throwing band-aids on the issues? Like I can't think of any examples off the top of my head right now, but I'm sure if you look at it, there's a lot of band-aids happening. And what you want is for your organization to do the extra work and not put band-aids on and just fix the problem so that you don't have to put a Band-Aid on again. There's a book that I think it was just released recently actually as well. It's called Working Backwards. Let me pull it up so I don't mess up the name. It's called Working Backwards, Inside Stories and Secrets from Inside Amazon. I will link this in the description so that you guys can check it out and read it if you're able to. But this book kind of takes a look behind the scenes of what makes Amazon different. And there's some things that are 
uh, in Amazon's culture that are the same at other companies. And there's some things that are pretty unique, like the, uh, like what I would say, the cult, the culture where you read together in a meeting is something that I had never come across before uh, in my experience. It was always the, the problem and what you want to avoid in your organization is the problem of either the loudest person gets the final say or the most tenured person gets the final say. What you want to foster is a culture where the best idea is the one that's pushed forward, not the one that, oh, this person has the loudest voice. He's able to convince people and talk loudly. And uh, so whatever he says goes, or uh, this person's been here for 10 years. So whatever he says goes, those will kill your company. What you want to do and what you have to do is foster a culture where the best ideas, the ideas that push the business forward are able to come up and, and compete with tenure and with uh, any other like loud voices and all that stuff. Like you have to do that. And I'm not saying writing is the only way to do that, but writing is a great equalizer where everyone is on the same playing field. You have the same six pages or two pages or however long you decide the, pay, the, the paper has to be to really make your argument, give your data and uh, convince people to make a decision based on that. And so uh, closing thoughts, key takeaways from today is that for, like, let me bring it back to the podcasters. Why is this important to podcasting? We've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast before, and is that if you're working with people, it's super, super important that everyone is aligned on the same vision right? If, uh, for example, like we have the Forgettables podcast and we don't really have our mission written down, our vision written down, uh, but we communicate it so often that like it's kind of, it's kind of there unwritten. And if I wanted to write it down, I probably could right now, just because we've, we've been discussing it since the beginning, like the manifesto was essentially our, uh, you know, this is our vision, right? So the problem is that each person comes to each project with different internal incentives, right? Like I'm doing Forgettables for one reason, Ruffy's doing Forgettables for another reason, and then Asad is doing uh, Forgettables for another reason. And so based on the reason that they take on the project, they have a vision for how the project should be done. And when you write down what the vision is and how we're gonna get there, what you do is you take away all the conflicts that could have happened because, hey, this, I, thought, I thought we were doing this because of this, right? The decision-making process becomes a lot clearer because you say, hey, no, this is what we set out to do. And we're making the decisions based on these principles, these tenets that we laid out here. Um, and so for podcasters that are working with people, it's really important to get everyone on the same page. Writing can help you do that. Now, the second thing I will say is for podcasters is, and I, I want to do this, I just haven't had time to do this. If you can write down your arguments that you want to bring to your podcast before you actually record a podcast, I guarantee you your podcast will be 10x better. For my poetry podcast that I'm working on with uh, a friend of mine, what we do is, or like he actually studies a lot and he's so well versed in the poetry and the other content that he doesn't really need to do much research or anything but for me it's like I'm, lo I'm looking at a new language like literally and so I have to literally figure out what these words mean and then 
stories, experiences that I can think of. And so what I, what really helps me and when I perform well on that podcast is when I have the time to sit down, write down some stories that uh, I can think of and structure out arguments and structure out like connections that I see in the poem. This is a metaphor here and this is how it matches up with it. When I write that stuff down clearly, concisely, it makes me way more effective in the podcast. Like if I wrote down before I recorded this, just like three points that I want to cover. And then like, maybe, you know, this is an example, this is an example, and this is an example within each of those. And I structured the podcast in that way. This podcast would be much more effective. And so Rafi or Asad, if you listen to this, uh, I'm going to ask that you hold me accountable to start doing something like this. I think doing a full article or full written draft is asking a little bit too much, but even just doing an outline before you record a podcast is going to help you so much. With Branding Deep Dive, one of the things we do is we take all the notes we possibly can in the allotted time that we have beforehand, and then we structure out the podcast with which questions we want to ask when, right? And how we want to connect the topics and how we want the flow to go and who asks which questions. And that allows us to really, really dive deep rather than, okay, do you have any other questions? Uh, no, not really. Like, you know what I mean? Like that really helps. Like doing your research and writing it down is a game changer. I highly, highly recommend that in some form you write whatever it is. And for me, I kind of tell myself that this podcast is a form of writing, but it's not. There's no substitute for actually writing because writing has to be concise. And I like this podcast, I don't know how long it's gone, but I'm sure I could have summarized this whole podcast in three minutes or something, or not even three minutes, two minutes. And you would have got the same message. And because I didn't write, because I didn't plan, because this was just kind of not scripted, I have rambling on and on and on and on, right? And so just some things to think about. Uh, I know I said key takeaways, then I kind of got off track. This is literally demonstrating the effect of not writing, right? Like it's not, there's no flow, there's no structure. People look to some podcasts that don't have structure as like, oh, this is what a podcast should be. It should just be a discussion. However, I believe if you really want to provide value to your listeners, structure is a must. You have to have some structure for how you lay out your arguments, how you ask your questions. Like it has to be planned out. You have to be deliberate with how you approach these things. Otherwise, if you're just lackadaisically asking random questions, like, yeah, sure, you might just be naturally gifted and, and you might just have it within you. Uh, but chances are you're just going to ask dumb questions and you're not really going to provide any new value to the audience, right? So uh, just some things to think about. Again, um, my final key takeaways, I know I've said that like three times now, but I'm going to give you two or three. Number one, writing clarifies your thinking. Number two, writing allows the best idea to win. And number three, uh, which is... Actually, yeah, number three is for podcasters, writing allows you to structure your podcast in a much better way. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. This was the, I'm recording this at 2.15 a.m. So I'm, I'm a little bit tired. It was a long day. So I apologize for being all over the place. 
and not organized. Um, and again, us and Rafi, if you are listening, please hold me accountable to having an outline. I think the next step in our podcast development process and really taking this podcast to a podcast where we just literally just randomly talk to a podcast that is consistently providing value to our listeners is we have to start outlining our podcast beforehand. I think that's, uh, uh, I know it's adding a little bit of work, but I do think it will go a long way. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.